Welcome to the Girl Vibes Only podcast with your host, Lauren Mancini. Love that for us. Please help a girl out. <laughs> I don't want to be an adult. And Anna Marie Warrington. I have two shots. I'm done for the night. Can I get another one sandwich? No pickles. I fucked up. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Girl Vibes Only. I'm Anna. And I'm Laura. Um, And today you're listening to our first episode recording while social distancing, which is pretty. um, We hope the audio is okay. We hope it's up to par with our other um, episodes. But, you know, we're going to take what we can get during this time. Um, But uh, no, um, we have a very important topic today to discuss Mm -hmm. and I'm sure you all can probably guess what it's going to be since it's pretty much the only thing everyone can talk about at the at the moment but um we're going to be discussing the coronavirus today and we have a very 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 special guest her name is Molly Bernstein she is my BFF she's um been I think she's like one of my longest friends we've been we've known each other since little tots but Molly is um an RN BSN Yes. Is that she, she's right. a nurse. Yeah. She's just a nurse. She's a, she's a full <laughs> blown. I just wanted to make sure I got the credentials correct, right. but she's a full blown nurse. Um, so she is working on the front lines um, right now during the coronavirus. She probably w- may recognize her voice because she was featured on one of our Valentine's Day episodes um, like two months ago. She was in the first episode. She was the one who was discussing her boyfriend that she broke up with, but didn't know that he was, she was her but she was his boy girlfriend <laughs> until uh, it was a whole confusing okay, situation anyways um so this is molly bernstein say hello hi um so <laughs> we just wanted to take this time to um you know interview molly get some understanding mm-hmm. about what's going on in you know our local hospitals in the area um maybe put our minds to ease a little about what's happening or if not at least just get some more information directly from the source um we know that it's like scary time right now and we're all very uneasy unsure of everything that's happening but um we just really want to take this time to interview molly but also highlight her because she is a very very essential worker needed on the front lines every she's a night nurse so she's actually leaving for work in a few hours (laughs) we we caught her right when she woke up um, but yeah, so that's pretty much what this episode is going to be. Did you have anything to add? Laura? No, we're just so excited. I love Paul. She's so fresh and I'm just so excited to have her on our podcast. So thank you for joining us, Maul. Thank you, Laura and Annie for having me. I'm very honored. <laughs> Do you want to introduce yourself? Too, so don't mind my stuttering. No, don't be nervous. Do you um, want to introduce yourself a little yeah. bit? Sure. Um, Okay, so my name's Molly. Um, I went to Temple for nursing, started in 2012, um, made a five-year program out of it myself, so um, graduated. She, she took her time <laughs> learning everything. Yes, I took my time. Um, I graduated in May of 2017, um, and then I took my boards in, I think, July 2017, and then I started at the job I'm at now in September of 2017. So I've been there almost like three years. No, like two and a half years. 
and I'm still there. So it's been, yeah. a, it's been a wild it's ride. Good. Yeah. It's been a time. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I guess we can just jump in. So the first question is just, how are you doing? Just like, <laughs> how are you? How is Molly handling this time? Um, Molly? Oh, um, I don't know. I think it, too too nervous not saying anybody shouldn't be like you should take it seriously and whatever but I think it's not at it's like different for me because I'm still pretty much doing what I do this is like your normal like I guess then on my own do what I need to do because um that stuff's like still open so yeah I mean works a little bit different but in terms of like my every day it's pretty much similar except that Anna Marie's home all the time with I'm, me I'm which is here all the time so... but you're okay with you're not in a panic state no you are which I think if we can just I feel like that's comforting to me is that yeah, yeah. not actually freak out I think like we should be okay you know <laughs> yeah but I feel like essential workers and like healthcare workers are trained to handle stressful situations like yeah. this so I feel like this is right in your wheelhouse regardless. So I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, when it first all started, we were kind of like joking. We were like, we're like around patients with worse stuff like all the time. But now, I mean, obviously it's more serious and it's more like the norm. So it's a little bit different, but I mean, yeah, I'm not, not in panic mode, but I think that everybody should still take it seriously. Yes. That's the key. As a public health professional, that's like the thing we learn most when we talk about like, you know, situations like this is don't panic because panicking doesn't help anything. Don't panic by 70 rolls Mm -hmm. of toilet paper because it makes no sense. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Um, Okay. So then how does this crate, like everything going on right now, how is it different than your typical work night? Like what has changed for you? So, I mean, overall, like what my hospital is doing, it, it's first of all, my hospital is not like in the city. So like everything you see like on the news and stuff about like um, those crazy like ERs and stuff in like New York City, like my hospital doesn't look like that, obviously right now. I mean, it could, but um it's kind of like a slower surge coming yeah. our and way have, I guess you're in like a more rural area yeah it's like, um it's a huge hospital yeah. and it's like one of the biggest ones there it's, it's as a big, big as system. like a city hospital yeah. and everything like that but it's just not spreading I think as quickly there but um it's a different patient population yeah so the difference I guess is um right now we have like COVID floors like designated COVID floors and then ones that aren't so, which grew, like, a lot. Like, when this first all started, we had, like, one COVID floor, and now we have, like, I don't even know, probably, like, six or so. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so my floor actually isn't one, but before they started, like, designating certain floors, um, they were just anywhere, the people. So I did have um, patients when it first started that they were, like, testing for it. Um, but what's happening now we're seeing is like a lot of people are coming in for something totally unrelated to COVID. Um, and they're being put on our floor cause they don't have it obviously. And then like three days later, they like get like the slightest symptoms of COVID and they're like, Oh, now we have to test them for it, which makes sense. But then like, we've been taking care of people for days so who like, actually have been, yeah, exposed. but 
Right. So what they're doing now, since that happening is we have to wear like masks and eyewear, like every staff member has mm-hmm. to, like no matter what you're doing in the hospital at all times. So that way, like if three days after you're taking care of a patient, like they're saying, oh, they might have it. Then they're saying, oh, well, you were protected because you had like a mask and eyewear. But really, like, we don't even know if that's like the proper yeah, protection. Like, that like, seems like that's almost like co- trying to cover their own asses. Yeah. But they're not entirely sure if that even is like. Yeah, because I hear like different things like on the news about like, oh, this is what they're required to wear here. And mm-hmm. like, we don't wear like the N95 masks that they're showing, yeah. like only in certain situations for COVID. Well, so right. like, my understanding is like usually with diseases, they it takes years and like data and like scientific methods, like backing mm-hmm. all this up to even determine these things. So it's like yeah. one of those where they're like doing the best with what they can suggest, but it is changing yeah. constantly. So I'm sure that's hard. Like, I mean, are there any big issues the hospital's facing right now because of all that? Because it's so novel, it's new. Yeah, so, like, every day we get, like, a million emails and it's, like, changes <laughs> the rules that we're doing. But, yeah, so um, what had happened and the reason why they put this into place where we have to wear, like, masks and eyewear at all time is because, like, a few weeks back um, – they we weren't doing that and I guess they had a patient on the floor who like three days after being there same thing happened they were like okay we're gonna test them for COVID and they ended up testing positive and then they realized like oh fuck like how many people have come in contact with this person like unprotected so what they ended up doing was they basically like shut that entire floor down all the patients had to like be dispersed to different floors had to get tested had to be like quarantined at the hospital and then all the staff had to get who came in contact with them to get tested and it ended up being that like staff members were positive and so were some of the patients just from the nurses or whoever like taking care of that positive patient and then like going into other rooms and taking care of them and and then they like shut down the entire unit like deep cleaned it whatever and um after that they were like okay this is going to be an issue like if we don't assume every single patient has it then like, how are we going to make yeah. sure it doesn't spread like that to the point where, like, every staff member has it yeah. and, like, all the patients. And so. I think a lot of, like, I know because a lot a lot of the modeling for, like, the recommendations right now are modeled after, like, the SARS out- outbreak that happened previously. And, like, I think that's the best thing people can or professionals are coming up with to do because it's the most recent outbreak that's somewhat similar but also that has been handled in like a modern time like this so I think it's like trying to model it all after like an outbreak that's from a completely different you know disease or virus issue everything like that but um you know just trying to cover every all the bases and that's why I think like now like in Pennsylvania we all have to be like wearing masks when we leave the house now because before it was like oh this is an airborne it's just when you come in contact with droplets but now it's like in very very small aerosol like molecules like it could be airborne and so like that's like another like scary situation that like we're coming in contact to now so I feel like it's just um a matter of like covering all the bases until we can like contain it enough and like figure everything out but like clearly this is not going to happen overnight um but like so 
that you said that's the biggest issue right now, but had like, so you said how there was like one unit before of COVID cases and now there's around like six or so. Are you feeling like overwhelmed at work? Cause like, obviously that's a huge surge of cases that have come in for like new floors to be like dedicated to COVID. So does work feel overwhelming when you're there? Um, not, I mean, it does, but in like a different way, like, um, basically our like job is still the same, like, especially yeah. on my floor since I'm not caring for them. I mean, I've been on the COVID floors, um, cause we sometimes have to go to other floors to do like my, um, floor like specializes and stuff. We have to go to different floors to do it sometimes. So yeah. I've done it on COVID floors and like been around all the positive patients, which is like kind of nerve wracking just because one, like. I'm still like, I don't know how this shit spread. Yeah. And like, I don't really know if I'm like protected the right way. But um, I think it's more overwhelming, just like the unknown, I guess. Yeah. Um, like, I'm sure I have a feeling my floor will be one soon, just because like every day I go in, I see like the amount of people that are positive for it in my hospital and it goes up. I mean, even just from like last week to this week, it's like probably like three times the amount of positive cases. That's crazy. Um, and then that's just positive. Then they're testing still like maybe like 40 people where mm-hmm. like it's just unknown. Um, so yeah, that's overwhelming. And then, um, but I mean, like as far as everything else is pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of just have to, and it's scary because like we can't do social distancing at yeah. work obviously like before option. yeah like before we were wearing the masks and stuff like I had we had a patient on our floor who that same thing happened like three days later they were like we're gonna test them for COVID and this was a patient who like was like uncooperative we were constantly like tying him in the bed like we're like on top of this guy like god only knows what he's coughing on us and yeah. whatever and we're all like oh my God, if he comes back positive, like we have been like in this guy's face for like days and there's, they're not covering their mouths or like, or whatever, like nobody does that. So, um, yeah, that's like the, that's what's overwhelming. I think. Did he come back negative? I'm like on the edge of my seat. He did. Yes. No, no, he did. Um, cause yeah, I think if he didn't, then you would have been, I would have had to get like tested and stuff, but, um, yeah, so we're not really, so how is, because I know you said some of your nursing friends who had to be quarantined mm-hmm. because they were, yeah. came into contact. Do you know how they're doing? They haven't told us. Um, yeah, two people I work with were on that floor that um, they had the positive patient and they randomly got like floated, we call it, to that floor that night to work because they were short staffed. And so they had to quarantine. So I think it's been almost two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um so they should be back soon, but I haven't heard anything. I know they're still not back. So that's the protocol for you guys. If you come in contact two weeks, no symptoms. Yeah, I don't know. So originally it was like you leave for two weeks or whatever, but they test you. And if the test comes back before two weeks, because that's how long like it was taking for a while. Yeah. Um, it comes back negative and obviously you can come back. But now I think since like with the whole tests being like an issue, mm-hmm. I think if they might be saying you don't have to get tested. They just want you to quarantine for two weeks. Like, obviously, unless you're having, like, severe symptoms, like, have right. to come to the hospital, that's different. But I'm not even sure if they're having, like, us get tested. Right. Um, If we come in contact with it, they're just saying, like, you were exposed, you need to quarantine, whatever. Right. So th- um, since things are always changing and, like, you kind of are having to adapt and learn as you go, what advice can you, like, for sure give now to people like as everyone's listening to this like what 
are people able to do now to try and combat Corona and not get the virus, keep other people safe? Um, I guess just the obvious, like they keep saying stay inside, but I mean, seriously, like I even tell, like, I tell my mom this, I'm like, you don't need to go to the supermarket like three times a week. Like people are bored. So (laughs) they're like going to target wandering around and like, I get it. But, like, that, I feel like that's where it's all, like, coming from. Like, it's, you know, because people are touching everything in there, coughing on themselves and whoever else. And it's just, like, um, that for one. Two, um, what was I going to say? Oh, don't wear the stupid gloves because you guarantee you're cross-contaminating something. I won't even get into that. That drives me crazy when I see people wear, like, gloves. Yeah, mask is more important. Okay. Um, Like, if you just wash your hands, like, all the time. Like, when you go in and out of stores before you touch, like, your car and, like, everything with you. But don't be, like, on your phone with gloves on and then, like, touching all the stuff in the store and then touching your purse. And even, like, when you go into a store, like, if you're paying with your card, like, have it out, like, in your pocket. You can just, like, pull it out real quick. Like, don't be, like, touching all your things that you're bringing home. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like nobody's listening to the quarantine rules. So yeah, and it's so frustrating to see, like, I don't, I feel like in our like where Molly and I live, like, we've gone out on walks to exercise and stuff like that, and walking along the street, like, I feel like you wouldn't even know something was going on because no. people are still out yeah. driving, and I know there hasn't been like some people are still going to work who still aren't essential workers, um, which is tragic that companies are even doing that, but mm-hmm. um. Yeah, it's like it's scary to see people not taking anything seriously. Yeah, I yeah. will yeah. say um, that we like I'm, you know, in a more suburb location and you can definitely tell a difference. Like I think slowly people are starting to get sick of it though, um and they're now starting to like drive around more, but um like in the b- very beginning when quarantine rules were set into place, like there was nobody on the roads like at all. And it was, it was eerie to be honest, because everybody was, you know, gone and staying home and now it's still pretty good. Like I had to go to the grocery store for my grandma because she, she cannot leave the house. Um, so like I had the mask on everything like that. And the grocery store was like, not, it was like dead. Like there was like really nobody there. They had like lines on the floor. So like you could like constantly be at least six feet apart from people um and even then I saw I only went in there because I had to for my grandma like you know so it was um I think in the suburbs people are like trying to like follow by it I guess that's just like from what I notice yeah we've been like I feel like we've been going to the grocery store like once a week like typical Mm -hmm. but um it's always packed when we go yeah like there's always always, like you can't avoid people yeah me and uh, our roommate Morgan we went to go grocery shopping Friday night and we decided we're like let's go to Trader Joe's we haven't been there in forever we drove there and there was a line out the out of Trader Joe's wrapped around the entire building oh my gosh and we said yeah never mind so we just went to the Acme but it's also it's funny when I feel like when we go out places like the three of us we live together so it's like yes we are like staying at home but like we can't we live together like what do you want us to do so when we shop together I feel like people are staring at us like standing (laughs) next to each other but like if I'm sick you're sick like if one of us gets sick there's just no shop that the other two aren't but like that's just kind of the situation um but it's just funny to see people are like like 
separate and it's mm-hmm. like dude like you don't even like we live in the same two by two shoe box like <laughs> yeah <laughs> nothing's happening um okay so I guess so I do have one question uh, before we get to like the last two um the whole mask situation and goggles are you guys like good with supplies are you feeling like shorthanded like how is your situation um I mean I never came into like a problem yet where it's like I can't get something that I need but like they're being very like like the mask that we wear like we only get one a shift which those are 100% one time use like I've never wore them more than once even into the same like patient's room yeah um so I mean that's kind of just preventative so we don't run out of them the goggles we are only allowed to have one pair um like I just clean them every time after I use them and then if you are in a situation where you need an N95 I don't know how long we have to use those for but I know they're not like one-time use um and I mean I I think it's gonna come to a point where like we're way shorter in supplies like they're trying to prevent that but I know that it's so limited and that's why like they're only giving us a certain amount stuff so is there so this comes into like one of the last questions um how like is there a way the public can help like I know I've seen people making masks donating them donating them is your hospital like taking those donations at the moment yeah they okay. um they actually sent out emails saying like I don't remember exactly but they were saying like make masks if you can um or if you know anybody that can and then I think they were saying actually they would like pay for the supplies if like oh, wow. people made them um, and I know there's stores that are doing that. I'm pretty yeah. sure too. Like Joanne Fab, right? Is it Joanne? I don't know. Somewhere. Yeah. Where I think they have the stuff like pre-cut and everything. And then if you make them, they'll like donate them for you. Okay. Um, well, that's good to know. Cause I, I definitely have seen a ton of people saying like, like making masks and trying oh, to yeah. donate yeah. what's needed. And I sure. just like, wasn't sure if like hospitals were actually like taking them. Yeah. So, okay. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that wear them and bring them from home. And then. So if people want to donate can they physically just bring them to the hospital how does do you know how that works as far as I know yeah okay. I mean I know like my hospital you're like not allowed in so I'm not yeah. really sure but I guess you could like drop them off yeah. like they would just take them from you at the front there's people like at the front doors yeah so they probably would because I know they're just saying or if you know anybody that works with hospitals give them to them but right. yeah I think you can just drop them off okay well that's cool. Mm-hmm. well cool and then I guess the last question is just what's your favorite part about being a nurse <laughs> Um, oh, I missed this one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't prepared for this one. Um, uh, well, let's see. I guess, like, the genetic, I mean, I know it sounds stupid, but, like, I mean, obviously the helping people thing is, that's pretty generic. But, like, in times like this, especially, it's, like, because people are being pretty appreciative. It's mm-hmm. kind of nice to see. I mean, I like every day going in and it's, like, something different like I'm never doing I mean overall we do the same thing but it's like I'm always with different patients that are dealing with different things and sometimes I'm like oh my god I'm gonna rip my fuck oh you can curse rip my hair out (laughs) um and then other nights I'm like oh this is this is so relaxed and laid back like this is boring but um yeah I think just like I like the patients that I'm with for the most part like they're I like interacting with them and taking and care I, of my people I have to say I feel like it takes a special type of person the specific type of personality to be a nurse yes and Molly is 1000 <laughs> percent that like I couldn't imagine Molly yes. in any other job situation be completely honest um so I think it's um just I just that you're meant to be a nurse I think Thank you're you. perfect at it Thank I you. think you I obviously have never 
been nursed by Molly at the <laughs> hospital. Well, yes, um, I've nursed you, I think. She's, she's nursed in different me. ways. I, you want to know how she nursed me? This uh, past week, I fell down a flight oh, of steps. Oh, she did. No, That's all. how quarantine is going. I fell down our I entire... Mean, I, I keep saying... Those are the most dangerous stairs ever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But the amount of times I've been blacked out and not fallen down the steps, literally, it was the yeah. other morning. Molly just got home from work. I was walking downstairs <laughs> to make coffee, and I'm standing at the top of the steps ta- in mid-conversation mm-hmm. with Molly, and all out of nowhere, I straight up, like, fell. Like, I, I'm surprised I didn't put a hole in the wall. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, if this says anything about me as a nurse, I was fucking cracking up before I could even say She's anything. Like screaming, I was... laughing. I am too. Like, we're both cracking up. I have tears running she down goes, my face. I'm laughing, but like, it hurts so bad. And I'm crying too. And I was like, Mal- oh, fuck. Your mom was like, just sit down, get a nice pack. Oh, <laughs> my God. I have lidocaine patches if you need one. You'll be fine. But like, it was like a scene out of a fucking movie. The way she like slipped and just slid down the entire place i was like thump thump, thump. oh like, I, I, have, I have bruises my arms are bruised my, oh my ass God. is bruised yeah things aren't good quarantine isn't going well oh my god it's but at least funny. i know i at least have molly if something actually yeah, I mean, bad were to happen yeah yeah um but yeah oh so god. molly's perfect for the job you are molly you're very nurturing thank you I try. And, like, and like a it's hard fun- yeah I was gonna say, it's funny because the people I work with are like think I'm the biggest bitch like <laughs> they were like like they're just like wow you are so mean but to I the patients like I'm like it's to tough love like yeah. I do what I need yeah. to do for them and it's just because some of the things you say like you uh, have to have some sort of an edge to you yeah oh yeah, yeah you 100% you have to yeah but no Aww. soul preferably it's no <laughs> better that gets you through the day better oh my god <laughs> All right, well, let's do our quick round of questions. Yes. Um, do you want to go first, Laura, or do you want me to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. So okay. I love asking this question. I do it almost every time. What is your go-to pregame uh, song? Oh, wow. Okay, I'm, like, so weird with music. Um, she is. It'd probably be, like, some, like, old, like, rock song, like, Pour Some Sugar on Me. Mm-hmm. I got pretty wild, too. Yeah. Um, I could so see you putting that on. Yeah, that's like the first thing that's coming to mind. But any like, probably like '90s like stupid song, yeah. like um, all the small things is another one. Like Blink One Eighty Two stuff, Ocean Avenue. Oh, I'm Ocean keep Avenue going now. is a big one. But stuff like that, oh, like nothing that's like in this day. Like I like all that stuff, but that wouldn't be yeah. my go-to. Okay. <laughs> Me and Molly, we were quite the. Uh, I don't know what how we would have described our style back in the day, oh, but God. we were total like I don't even want to be like emo. emo yeah, like we like we know. wanted to be emo so bad. Yeah, and we it were, just these, didn't fit no. us at all. Um, Etnies or DCs? Oh, geez, I had both. I think Etnies though. I, I definitely. What I does that even mean? Etnies. Oh, Jesus, Lauren, you would not know. I don't yeah, know either. Shows. <laughs> There are types of shoes. There's they're skater shoes. Yeah, there's skater buy shoes. Like journeys, and I was an Etnies gal too. Yeah, I had both, but mm-hmm. Etnies were like cuter. Like, yeah, they DCs were. were so like big and clunky. Like I can't believe I wore them. Actually, they did not fit my like. I'm size. gonna look them up <laughs> after this because I'm confused. Yeah, you'll you'll, you'll recognize know. them. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's a good one. What is your go-to bar drink order? Oh, okay. Um. I don't really do like liquor as everybody knows um 
I mean, if I got a mixed drink, it would be Captain and Ginger. Um, or just any, like, rum and ginger. But, like, that's not my favorite drink. My favorite drink is probably, like, beer. And that would be, like, Corona. Sorry. Of course. <laughs> I, I fucking say, love Corona. I wanted to name this episode Corona Time with Molly Bernstein. Because if you know Molly, just fits I love her. Corona. She loves yeah. Corona. But yeah. then we felt it may be a little insensitive. I think I have and- a photo of Molly from senior week hugging one of those blow-up Corona uh <laughs> like things do you remember that do you know which picture I'm talking no about? but Pardon. i believe it molly remembers none of senior week yeah, Why would you even yeah ask? don't ask me what i remember that's true i'll try and dig it up it's somewhere yeah it's like one of those blow up like uh blow up things i don't even know but it was like a bottle and she's like hugging it oh my god i believe it i definitely believe it <laughs> it would be perfect okay. for this um, if what is your idea of like your like ideal vacation? Like, are you a lay by the beach type of gal, or are you a let's go sightsee, let's hike? Like, what's your ideal like relax, like vacay? Well, I kind of like some of both. I don't like to sightsee. I don't like history. I don't like museums. <laughs> um, I mean, I'll do it if yeah. I'm like in some place where it's like you have to go. But like, that's yeah. not what I enjoy. I'd mm-hmm. rather be like lying on a beach 100 percent because I love to nap. Um, but then I like doing like adventure stuff. Right. Like when we went to, um, where did we go? Punta, Punta Cana. Cana. We did like, um, <laughs> what do we do? Scuba diving. Scuba diving. I loved that. Like Scuba. that was in a place where they had that. Yeah. So Mal and I, we used to zip line back in the day at, and during our day camp days, <laughs> we were big zip liners. Yeah. I also would never let Molly join free swim. Cause I thought swimming in a public pool through a kid's full of kids was disgusting so it'd make molly play kickball with me every day i was so pissed off like the cool that's what you do you hung out in the pool like it was like hangout session it was like all age groups like i thought it was so cool and (laughs) anna-marie ever anna-marie was like like, it's disgusting i'm like we're in the pool all day anyway that is a cesspool it probably was but you were a child you shouldn't have cared I care. Right. Like we were like seven <laughs> and we had to do swim lessons. So we were we already did. in the pool every day. And it was just like the end of the half. Well, day, that was like, the other thing. Swim. Every other kid would just throw their clothes over the wet bathing suit. I could not <laughs> handle yeah, that. I didn't do that. that so I would take my bathing suit on, put my dry clothes on, spent the end of the day. I don't want to put back on yeah. my wet bathing suit. Oh my God. Then I remember the one day Molly was like, beg me. I think it was probably her birthday. <laughs> probably. She begged me, please, can we go to free swim? I said, fine. <laughs> Oh, so swim, and I get I get stung by a bee. Oh, yeah, between my tits. Her tits, she was like again, <laughs> like seven, but regardless. And so Molly had to walk me to the nurse, and I I turned to her and said, "We're never going to free swim again." <laughs> Anna-Marie's crying. And she's what a great birthday put, like, for Molly! I know. Oh, like, I'm so happy I was sent to camp on my fucking birthday. <laughs> Dear God, uh, it was funny. it was quite the quite the scene. Oh, yeah. Um, oh. but okay. I feel like that wraps up our rapid fire question. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Well, I think that we were really one excited to get you on the podcast regardless, but I think yes. that this was the most perfect episode, like type that we could have you on because there's no better person to like chat about all this stuff. And I feel like you're very knowledgeable and I think our listeners are going to enjoy. And you're calm. You're not. <laughs> yes. You're not a panicker. Yeah. Which no. I think people will appreciate because Agreed. I think everyone's a little panicked at the moment. Yes. Yes. Nobody panic. Everybody, <laughs> it's gonna be fine. Um. 
Thank you for having me. This of course. is so. Oh, and by the way, disclaimer: I'm like not a scientist and whatever. So <laughs> anything I said is just my experience her, thus far. Disclaimer: Not a scientist. Me. Nobody fucking quote me. Try and say like Molly said it'd be fine. And yeah. Like, on this episode of Girl Vibes, I'm gonna be pissed. So. <laughs> Molly will deny. To yeah, me. I'll be like, I don't know what they're talking about. This episode will be deleted immediately. <laughs> Girl oh vibes God, causing okay. drama. Seriously, but thanks for having me. It was fun. Of course, we love you to death. We're so proud of you. Thank you. We are so lucky to have you on the front lines, and we are so appreciative. Yes, thank you, Malls. Thank you, guys. Okay, well, that's all for this week's episode. Come back next week for another um, important episode that I think everyone will enjoy. Yes, and related. So keep keep up the content. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys later. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Girl Vibes Only podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and stick around for more every Monday morning. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Girl Vibes Only. That's G-R-L Vibes Only. To stay up to date on our latest content and be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. T-T-Y-L-X-O-X-O Girl Vibes Only.